welcome, and thank you for joining us here on Doctrinal Studies with Dr. Tab. For those of you who don't know, Dr. M.H. Tab was born into God's family almost 56 years ago by the wonderful grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. He then served as a Christian school principal, Bible Institute teacher, administrator, and assistant pastor. In 1980, God then called Dr. Tab to establish Gulf Coast Baptist Church, where he pastored for 40 years. He continues his service now as the founder of Gulf Coast Bible Institute, preacher, and author of over 46 doctrinal books. Let us now open our Bibles together with Dr. Tab as our guide and rightly divide the word of truth here on Doctrinal Studies with Dr. Tab. This will be our second podcast uh, in the series, United States Bible Parallel, taken from Israel's history in 2 Samuel, I'm sorry, in 2 Kings chapter 17. So the last time we talked about Israel's and America's human sacrifice and unaccepting their sins, and as well we talked about um, their idolatry. So we'll pick up and talk about some more things that Israel was guilty of that our country, sad to say, is guilty of these days. Let me say the first thing in this part two, uh, Israel was guilty of abundance of idleness and entertainment. Uh, we all know our, about Sodom, uh, degenerated into a society of homosexuals. Uh, by the way, Romans 1 talks about that, God giving up the... Uh, the body and the soul and finally the spirit of people who uh, go that route. But they degenerated into such a society because of what's said in Ezekiel 16:49. It says, Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Needed this, she strengthened the hand of the poor and needy. Now, certainly those things are uh, evident in our country today. Pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness. Concerning the fullness of bread, the way prices are going, I don't know how long that'll last, but we've got fullness of bread right now. Now, entertainment comes under the heading of amusement. The word muse means to think about something, to meditate on it, and you add the a prefix a to a word, it's a negative prefix, a muse, uh, and it means to be without or not. So amuse means without thought. Amuse means in the dictionary, quote, to divert the attention of, to absorb. That sounds kind of like social media these days. It applies to entertainment, it applies to uh, amusement. God is not in anybody's thoughts while they're being entertained. And we have to admit that watching television, listening to a radio broadcast that's not about uh, the Lord and so forth, um, we're not thinking about God when that's going on. Psalm 10 verses 4 and 5 says, The wicked, <clears throat> through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. His judgments are far uh, above, out of his sight. Um, we're not saying that all entertainment is sinful, but it should be done in moderation and not be allowed to dominate our lives and keep our 
uh, minds and hearts away from the Lord and his will. Uh, Ecclesiastes 3, 4 says there's a time to laugh, and certainly there is, but not all the time. In our text of 2 Kings 17, verse 16 says this, And they left all the commandments of the Lord their God and made them molten images, even two calves, and made a grove, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven, and served Baal. Now let me spiritualize the verse, uh, instruction in righteousness, the spiritual application, so to speak. Uh, through instruction in righteousness, which is legal in the Word of God, 2 Timothy 3.16, then we're going to call one of these two calves of 2 Kings 17.16 entertainment. Hollywood is in what's called the City of Angels, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, the angels. Uh, bordering Hollywood is what's called Hollywood Grove. And remember the verse said they made them a grove. Um, Hollywood is filled with stars. We talked about it in our, in our last installment of this series, All the Host of Heaven. Uh, the other of the two calves we're going to call education. Baal, <coughs> uh, the pagan uh, god, uh, uh, pagan government and so forth, Baal worship is idolatry. Again, I mentioned as the last time public education is a form of Molech worship, Baal worship, uh, giving our children over to uh, the government. And public education brainwashes every generation to believe that the government will meet all your needs. And certainly anybody keeping up with things going on today, you see that brainwashing taking place all the way down to four-year-olds in uh, kindergarten, uh, producing a socialistic, a welfare state. How many people in our society depend on the government and want government handouts and government to take care of them? Uh, the government has been demonstrating uh, those kind of things all through this created uh, COVID pandemic. And yes, it was created. Anybody studies this out knows all about this stuff. Now, has America and its government abandoned all the commandments of the Lord, as verse 16 in our text says? It said they left all the commandments of the Lord, made him molten images, the two calves and the grove, and worship the host of heaven. Has our nation abandoned all the commandments of God? Uh, resounding yes is the answer to that question. Uh, the government of God is the commandments of God listed in Exodus 20, verses 2 through 17, the Ten Commandments. Let me just briefly state how each one has been abandoned by our government. Uh, the first commandment, verse 3 of Exodus 20, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. The world, the flesh, and the devil are all gods in America, as anybody uh, doesn't have their head buried in the sand realizes. Commandment number two, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in water under the earth. And verse five goes on to say, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. Well, maybe not with fear, being filled with graven images throughout our country, although there's plenty of them around, but our society bows down to many false gods. Evolution is a false god. Science falsely so-called. Big government is a false god. Big pharma controlling much of our lives is a false god. Even doctors in the medical profession uh, are revered as the epitome of wisdom by a lot of people. Uh, my doctor said it, so it's got to be uh, the case. You know, to worship doctors and, and, and 
as false gods and so forth. A book put out, I think, in the 1970s called Confessions of a Medical Heretic. I can't think of the man's name that wrote it yet. He was a doctor of 30 years tenure at the time he wrote the book, and he said that hospitals are looked at as temples and doctors as gods. And to a lot of people, that is the case. Uh, then the third commandment, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that take this name in vain. That's certainly commonly done in our society every day, God's name taken in vain. People using his name in, in filthy ways and in frivolous ways. Fourth commandment, verse 8, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, God's day. <clears throat> and of course, in our day, that's we call it the Lord's day, the first day of the week when we're to attend church and worship the Lord. His day is treated like any other day um, uh, by the world and, and uh, sadly by many Christians. It's treated like any other day for business, for commerce, for sports, for leisure, spending the day at the lake, going camping or whatever on the Lord's day. Common thing going on. Uh, fifth commandment, verse 12, honor thy father and thy mother. The home and family are being systematically destroyed through the media, through social networking, and so forth. The welfare state uh, is supplementing the family. Euthanasia counsels this commandment completely of honoring your parents. Uh, commandment number six is verse 13, thou shalt not kill. Uh, that um, only applies really to animal, animals and uh, criminals today. You kill somebody, you might get a slap on the hand, uh, a few years in prison, but you you uh, kill a puppy. You're liable to go to prison uh, for that. Um, and of course, slaughter slaughtering babies by the millions is, is okay. Don't kill the whales, don't kill the spotted owls, don't kill the snail, but uh, do what you want to with unborn uh, babies. Thou shalt not kill. God is not joking. Uh, he talks about the blood of the innocent crying out to him. Uh, commandment number seven, verse 14, thou shalt not commit adultery. Well, that's non-existent in our society today. Biblical marriage is, is destroyed by legalized shack-ups and gay marriage and adultery being uh, not a crime anymore and so on like that. Um, how many Christians are shacking up and don't even realize it's a sin because, quote, we love each other. Uh, commandment number eight. <clears throat> in fact, in my pastorate, I married three couples over the years that came to our church. Uh, no doubt about their salvation testimony, but they were shacking up, and we had to deal with that before they could join the church. Number eight, verse 15, thou shalt not steal. Well, <laughs> try telling that to the IRS. I mean, taxation and eminent domain is nothing more or less illegalized stealing, taking people's property from them and, and their income from them and so on. And I realized to operate a government, you got to have taxes, but you don't have to have that as, as almost the majority of a person's income. Uh, commandment number nine is verse 16, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Well, try telling politicians about that one. Number 10, verse 17, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his uh, manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, <coughs> nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Again, eminent domain. If the government wants a man's property, they'll just take it. And yes, I know they'll offer him a so-called fair price for it, but he's got he's to take it and get kicked out of his property. 
uh, they're going to get the property whether he accepts it or not. Uh, for example, try not paying your government rent on your own property. That's called property taxes. Uh, you'll find out how quick they'll take that property from you. So that's all 10 of God's commandments overruled by our government. That means the government is its own God, and we do realize that's the case today. Okay, another another thing that Israel was guilty of in those days, we talked, we've been talking about abundant, abundant, abundance, excuse me, of idleness and entertainment. Another thing is serving idols. We hit on that a little bit last week, but 2 Kings 17, verse 12, they served idols where the Lord had said unto them, you shall not do this thing. Again, American idols are sports, sports idols. They're called idols, uh, movies, movie idols, music idols, Hollywood TV idols, and as I said, even doctors as, uh, oh yeah, that uh, that doctor, confessional medical heretic is Dr. Mendelssohn, and uh, you can probably still get that book, I don't know, a very, very excellent book telling in there how some doctors, and thank God there's a lot of good doctors out there, but some of them manipulate people into heart surgery when it's not needed, into hysterectomies when it's not needed, into C-sections for having babies when that's not needed. He, he details how that is done in the person that's manipulated into accepting those surgeries and so forth. Good book if you can get a hold of it. Now, why are these people called idols? Well, simply put, because they're worshiped. I mean, just look at this money that's spent on these gods. I mean, a guy can uh, can uh, lob a basketball into a hoop and he gets $25 million a year for doing that. Is that crazy or what? Uh, serving idols. And then uh, Israel was filled with, with enemies. Verse 20 of our chapter says, the Lord rejected all the seed of Israel. Notice that he rejected all the seed of Israel and afflicted them, God's judgment was on them, and delivered them into the hand of spoilers until he had cast them out of his sight. The spoilers of our land are, are Asia. You'd be amazed at the property in our country owned by China, owned by Japan, and so forth. One of the biggest uh, ranches in, uh, in uh, Montana is owned by the Japanese. Uh, uh, many other spoilers are illegal aliens. We know all about that. Islamics taking over our country and so forth. And in other words, foreigners taking over our land. The Chinese own uh, approximately 11% of United States real estate, which includes, by the way, 57% of the Walt Disney Company. China holds over $1 trillion in U.S. debt. Japan holds $1.3 trillion in U.S. debt and owns over $35 billion worth of real estate in our country. Uh, the U.K., uh, United Kingdom of England, owns $368 billion in U.S. debt. Brazil, $286 billion in U.S. debt. Ireland, $300 billion in U.S. debt. Those figures are as of 2020, and I did not try to update them. Deuteronomy 28, verses 43 and 44, the stranger that is within thy gates, uh, I'm sorry, that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, the stranger will, above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. Uh, he shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. I mean, high, high, 
over the decades, this country supported other countries. I mean, selling our wheat to, to Russia back in uh, back in the 70s and 80s uh, because of their famines and all that business, and our people had to pay two bucks for a loaf of bread and then paying 35 cents. Uh, we have supported most of the world oftentimes in our history. But now it's just the opposite. We are subservient to uh, them. 31.6 million acres of farm and forest land in the U.S. is foreign-owned, and that figure has steadily grown since 1980. Uh, even uh, Liechtenstein, one of the smallest countries in the world, 62 square miles, it's the sixth smallest country in the world, population of 39,000. Even that little country owns land in the United States. By comparison, the county I live in, Florida, uh, my church is in, rather, Okaloosa County, uh, is 1,082 square miles, one county. Liechtenstein is 62 square miles. Our county has a population of over 210,000. They have a population of 39,000 people. So uh, our county is 17 times larger than Liechtenstein and has 5.5 times more people in it. Smithfield Foods, headquartered in uh, uh, Virginia, the largest pork producer in the world, in the North Carolina plant alone, they slaughter 36,000 pigs a day. They process over 30 million porkers every year in all their slaughterhouses. <coughs> Smithfield is totally owned by WH Group in China, which has over 50,000 employees in Smithfield, owned by China. Second Kings 17:24, the king of Assyria brought men from Babylon, from uh, Kutha, and from Ava, and from Hamath, and from Sepharvim, and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel, and they possessed uh, Samaria and dwelt in the cities thereof. When the Assyrian Empire was at its height, the king of Assyria, we just read about, was sovereign over today's countries of Iraq, Iran, Syria, Turkey, uh, Jordan, and Egypt. Well, here's Islam at work in America today. And that's, uh, that's Assyria, by the way. In 2 Kings 17, verses 29 to 31, Howbeit every nation made gods of their own, and put them in the houses of the high places which the Samaritans had made, every nation in their cities wherein they dwelt. And the men of Babylon uh, made Succoth be Noth, a god, and the men of Succoth made Nurgle, and the men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Avites uh, made uh, Nibhaz and Tartak, and the Sepharvites burnt their children in fire to Adremelech, Adremelech and uh, Anemelech, the gods of Sepharvim. Those are all Arab gods. Ishmael was a half-breed African-Egyptian, the father of the Arab nations. He was just like... Uh, our President Obama, who bowed down to an Islamic king and opened the door for the Arab Islamic influx into our country, which is still going on at breakneck speed. Now, I want to end this discussion with what Israel, what God did to Israel for these things. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 7, he said, Your country is desolate, your cities are burned with fire. Or, uh, as in riots, your land, strangers devour it in your presence, and it is desolate, is as overthrown by strangers. Well, thank God we experienced a little bit of reprieve after Obama under President Trump, and I know a lot of people don't like him, and that's fine, like whoever you want to. He wasn't a preacher, he was a president, he did a lot for our country. Isaiah 1 9 says, Except the Lord of hosts had left unto us a very small remnant, we should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. 
That little band of Bible-believing Christians today is called a remnant, just like God talked about the remnant in Israel. But for America to take full advantage of any reprieve from God, here's what she has to do. Isaiah 1, verses 16 through 19. Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes, cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek judgment, re relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if we will not do what God says, if we will not do be willing and obedient, here's the final result. He picks it up in verse 20 there of Isaiah, where I just read to you. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. How is the faithful city? He's talking about Jerusalem. Could we apply that to Washington, D.C., uh, which Trump called the swamp? How is the faithful city become an harlot? sold itself, just like Israel did in 2 Kings 17, 17. How's it become a harlot? It was full of judgment, discernment, righteousness lodged in it, but now murderers. Uh, could we say baby killers? Thy silvers become dross, economic collapse. Thy wine mixed with water. Thy princes, uh, could we say politicians, are rebellious and companions of thieves. Everyone loveth gifts, known as bribes, lobbyists and so forth, and followeth after rewards. They judge not the fatherless, Isaiah 1, verse 17, neither doth the cause of the widow come unto them. We need to pray for our country and its leaders. You know the verse, 2 Chronicles 7, 14 and 15, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, as Isaiah 1, 18 talked about, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now mine eyes, verse 15, shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 2, Paul says, I exhort therefore, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks, be made for all men, for kings, or could we say presidents, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life and hold godliness and honesty. God will give a people the government they want, so whosoever wants the loudest gets what it wants. Proverbs 14, 34, righteousness exalteth the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Hosea 13.1, when Ephraim spake trembling, he exalted himself in Israel, but when he offended in Baal, he died. God brought him down. I mentioned the verse uh, last time, uh, Psalm 9.17, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. The best thing any church or any Christian can do for this nation is, number one, stay faithful to God in the church. Number two, win souls to the Lord, including government officials as you have opportunity. And number three, pray for America. May I close this podcast by saying God bless America. Amen.